Good morning or good afternoon or good noon, good day with all of you who are joining us for our communion time. And, you know, as we're getting started, um, just want to point out a couple of things. You know, here we are. Um, Passover's not over. We had Resurrection Sunday, uh, Good Friday last week. You know, there's a melding and meshing between Passover and and what what traditionally called our Easter holidays. And of course, for Easter, they just pick um, they do it based on a Friday to Sunday uh, scenario as opposed to the lunar calendar that happens in the Hebraic. So it doesn't perfectly line up. But Passover is still celebrated in Israel, um, from what I uh, am getting, through Thursday. And so we're in the portion of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And, you know, Unleavened Bread, there's the significance uh, of that. Jesus was our Unleavened Bread again. It ties in with our communion. He had no leaven. He had no sin. And... um, I'm just uh, wanting to keep us encouraged that the the promises related to this Passover they're still they're still moving forward, and um, I expect a lot of movement in the spirit realm that shows up in the natural realm you know, over these next four days. And it's not that everything that needs to be resolved has to be resolved, that everything that needs to be uncovered has to be uncovered, but enough of a shift and change where we recognize that this Passover season has been a definitive one, a determinate one um, for us. And so it is important that we continue to... um, I hadn't been processing that yesterday when I was processing out loud with, with you of uh, should we continue or not continue with uh, the communion time. We definitely uh, need to continue, and I think we've committed to beyond that timetable, but for sure it is still important. The Passover had all to do with, with applying the blood of the Lamb on our doorposts, and, and then we're in 11 bread. So we're still right in, in the middle of everything that is represented through communion, both the bread, the 11 bread, and the blood of the lamb. And so it is powerful that we can agree together on it, that we can continue um, to ask the Lord for uh, ongoing grace for ourselves, for our family, for our health, for our wealth, for um, protective measures for us, but then also understanding, I think most of us, most of you who are with us understand there is a uh, a bigger picture, a macro of what's taking place. And this, this Passover is for the whole world. And there is a stepping out of, of slavery and stepping out of Egypt on multiple fronts that we're in the midst of, we're in the process of it. And some of it you can feel in the spirit, some of it you can observe in the natural, and there is a very strong interplay uh, right now between the natural and the spiritual. And so, uh, we are going to um, uh, we are going to see the goodness of God in the land of the living, and this is our way of uh, being His representatives, His ambassadors, to be on earth 
reconciling the world to their God, where we're here not saying, Lord, judge the world for all their sins. But yeah, in justice, we, we, in, in the matter of justice, we want the Lord to specifically isolate and um, target those that are so connected to the darkness that they need instant repentance or they do need to be uh, removed from their position in society uh, so that the kingdom of God may advance. There are, there are human beings that have agreed and even conspired to work with darkness and they have done so in such a um, strong, intentional way that um, they, they become almost as one with the demonic. And in that, we can never point ahead of time who that is, because I'm sure for uh, the disciples in Jesus' day, um, in the book of Acts day specifically, who was Saul, he was kind of like the Osama bin Laden against the church of those days. He was, he was the terrorist, and he is the one that was apprehended and Perhaps many in those days thought that he was an unreachable as well, that he was hardened in some way or deceived beyond uh, beyond uh, repair. And honestly, only God sees the heart. Only he knows uh, who truly has become unreachable, uh, reprobate, um, and if there is such a thing. Sometimes it just needs a more direct encounter of God. And so I believe this week's going to be a week where many have some face-to-face, -face close adventures, close encounters of the third kind with the Trinity. And that they will, um, they will be uh, encouraged through that encounter to really uh, throw all caution to the wind and, and align themselves with God and... Uh, I'm believing for that. I'm believing that's part of what we take communion for Amen. as well, to, yeah. to believe for that. Yes. So. Excellent. All right. Well, we're, if you have the elements with you, we're going to go ahead and step into that. We're taking the bread. And if you didn't hear the crackle this time, it's because it's literally bread this time. Uh, <laughs> but... It, uh, it is according to whatever you have available, available to you. So, Lord, we just thank you again for this opportunity to remember you to come together. Thank you, Jesus. Communion, the common union. You said do this in remembrance of me. And so it's, yeah, memory of you, but it's remembering you, the members coming together. And we're coming together believing for a better outcome, a rescue operation from heaven on behalf of our society, Lord, from deep embedded darkness. And uh, we continue to declare you um, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, our provider, our healer. And we thank you. You paid the price on the cross for this. And we need to take of this bread even now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Now we take the cup that represents your blood. 
I do ask again, Lord, that the power of your blood would reverberate in each and every one of us. And as we do this together, that it would resonate into every area of society and to our nation specifically, Lord. Our nation, all the nations are seemingly in the valley of decision, but our nation is in your sights, Lord, for, uh, for the call that's upon them to be a lead nation, a lead domino. And so as we take of this cup, we pray uh, a new grace on our nation, on our president, on your victory, on your freedom, freedom to worship. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Personally, in our families, in our cities, in our states, all across this nation, Lord. Let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom come. Thank you, Lord. You have anything, Elizabeth? Well, um, I can read another. Yeah, those are always so good. Face of God, his heart over us. Um, you know, I think I'll read God as teacher. Um, there's so much that we're learning right now. And I said this before, but I think that in order to learn, you don't have to always know that you're learning something. And you don't have to be like consciously aware of what you're learning in that moment. But then you look back and you go, wow. Mm -hmm. God was teaching me so much, or life was teaching me so much. Well, that's so true. And um, we've been watching, um, at a friend's recommendation, the the show. It's a series called The Chosen. Oh, yeah. And it is just the most excellent, excellently done series that depicts Jesus so well like I've just fallen in love with him in a new way just from watching this and I think we have one more to watch yeah the further you go in it the better it gets it's just that's really so good and it's interesting they're doing it in a very innovative way the way you access the show is by downloading the app called the chosen that's the only way to access it and then you can watch it for free but they they ask you if you're willing to donate something um, to pay it forward for someone else to watch. And so you can decide what you want to put into it. And then it shows how much funding has come in towards their next series. Um, and millions of people have watched it. It's just absolutely phenomenal, this, this show. Um, but all that to say the face of God is teacher. Like you just saw how patient Jesus was. I, I've just been so impacted by his relationship with the disciples in the series and the level of friendship that he has with them. Like he's fully God, but he's fully man. And, you know, they ask the stupidest questions <laughs> And I see myself in every one of them, you know, like they just had no grid. And even the level of awakening that they did have was so limited compared to what we now understand even 
as his disciples in this generation. And it's because they, you know, paid the price with their limited knowledge. They chose him and they recognized him as God in the flesh. And anyway, but Jesus in this is depicted as just such a patient teacher and he never made them feel, um, it brings scripture to life in a way where you realize even in scripture, he never made people feel like their questions were stupid. And he just would celebrate anything right, anything that they did headed in the right direction. And he called out what he needed to call out in some pretty strong ways at the right times. But, um, Anyway, just the space of God as teacher. I believe we are learning things right now that we're going to look back on and just be amazed at what he was schooling us in individually, also as his body, but even beyond that, like as society. He he does he doesn't ever stop teaching us. He doesn't ever stop growing us up. Um even those who aren't choosing him. He allows access to his knowledge and his better ways of doing things, even to those who don't recognize him or choose him. It's just amazing the humility of this teacher. And so I, uh, this is a short one. It's not even a page long. If you'll just maybe close your eyes where you are and just let it hit a, hit a place in your heart right now that he just wants to speak into. He's saying, my sons and daughters, you know you found the real me when you embrace wisdom. You'll know you've embraced wisdom when you mature to the place of utter dependence on me. You need me more than you've learned or been taught. Your dependence on me is the safest place full of the greatest treasures of knowledge that exist. My heart towards you and towards humanity is to freely give you access to all that is life, to all the beauty and mystery of my creation, and to all the solutions that I've provided for every effect of sin in your lives and in the earth. I love instructing you because I love you. Because you are important, I have important things to tell you and teach you. In fact, every bit of knowledge that humanity has tapped into, I freely made available to those who had the passion to seek for it. I've celebrated every aha moment with you and every invention that brought more ease, comfort, and hope. I love it when you discover more of me hidden around you and in you. I love it when you're curious and adventurous. And I enjoy providing times and places for you to search out my mysteries and delve into things many don't see or won't see. But don't stop with information as if it is in and of itself the grandest treasure. Follow the facts into wisdom, into me. Peer so closely that you find me in the micro and train your eye to the vastest horizons and find me there too 
in the macro. Enjoy the life I've given you, this time and space, to discover not only me, but yourself, your assignment. Believe me when I tell you, you have an important assignment. It's going to require complete dependence on me, true wisdom. Show the world how we do it, how we do it together. Really good. We just thank you, teacher, wisdom personified. We thank you for um, your love for us, your desire to have relationship with us and each of these facets of your face, these areas of culture you just created because there are ways that we could experience you and you could interact with us all because you want intimacy, you want relationship and it's our joy to give it to you, to choose you, and we choose you again today in, uh, in our hearts and in our, our thoughts, the things we think about. We choose you in the things that we do, and we choose to find you in the midst of, of all that is life. Thank you, God, that you are giving us access to wisdom um, related to the current crisis in, in our nations. And we thank you that um, you, your wisdom is available to anyone who genuinely seeks for it. And so we pray for the leaders in science and technology. We pray for the leaders in government. We pray for the leaders in medicine and in testing. We pray for consultants and all who have a voice into things that affect um, the timing and the unfolding of events in our generation and, and specifically right now. We pray that they would access wisdom and that they wouldn't stop until they find truth and um, until they find you. We thank you for who you are as our teacher and as wisdom. We love you. Amen. You know, one last recommendation. Um, there's a video that came out like three days ago called Out of the Shadows. and um, Yeah, you got to watch that. Yeah, and it's over three million views in, in three days without there being um, any mainstream uh, advertising and pushing of it. And if you... How would they find that? They go to YouTube and, and yeah. search out of the shadows, out of the shadows. And there's a lot of mainstream banning of it. It's and YouTube, about... Right? So you might have to go to their website, I think, if, if that should happen. It's, it's just so you know you got the right one. It's, um, I think it was an hour and 17 minutes, if I'm remembering correctly, like an hour and 20-ish minutes. And, yeah. That's just for help understanding what's being presently dealt with around the world, behind the scenes, and sometimes not behind the scenes. Yeah, let's see, someone else. Um, oh, that's interesting. So Robert asked, if you think it's appropriate, we'd love to hear your take on the documentary Out of the Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that. Um, Jeff found it on... Oh, he found Chosen on Pure Flix. So if you have Pure Flix, you can watch The Chosen there also. Um, thank you, Michelle. 
Okay, Melody's asking, share again how to get to your restore, um, maybe the restore website is what she's saying. It's restore7, the number 7.org, restore7.org. Um, and someone else is sharing eyewitnessbible.org, select miscellaneous. Okay, great. Thank you, Gina. Um, yeah, our take on Out of the Shadows. Do you want to say more about it? I can just give like a, just a brief idea yeah. of what it's about. It's, it's produced, it looks like to me it's produced by two men that, are, that have become friends who both work in um, the entertainment industry in Hollywood. And they, I think they live in L.A. area. Um, I forget their names. One of them is a famous stunt actor. And he became famous by doing um, amazing stunt work for all the big, big deals in Hollywood and big movies. And um, he got injured really badly and ended up needing to see, of all things, a, um, a pelvic floor therapist, which some of you may have never heard of that before, but it's um, basically like massage for your pelvic floor if you have an um an injury they can it's amazing what all they can do but anyway for him to even share that was kind of you know it's a, usually a private thing but he shared how he he was getting this pelvic floor therapy and the the therapist who does it um I think I know who it is cuz I've heard of her in LA but it was a Christian and he thought she was just crazy he thought she was kooky she would always offer to pray over him when he would go to see her and he kept going back and he kept letting her pray for him and eventually he just woke up spiritually and he started a relationship with God and and his eyes became increasingly awakened to things he'd never seen that were just right under his nose in Hollywood related to um, an agenda, uh, he believes by the CIA, um, to infiltrate, um, using certain propaganda to infiltrate, uh, generations, even, you know, earlier generations. And, and of course still now, um, with an agenda, a very specific agenda. And he, he just unfolds that in a really, um, interesting, very, believable I believe I, I believed every word he said um, it seemed very genuine and authentic and he did a good job I watched it very late one night so I need to go back and watch it but from what I remember it was very well documented and and everything so I think it's worth watching and see what you think um, I appreciate those that we follow praying medic we pay attention to what Q is posting, um, and a couple of others, and I appreciate that whole movement of people, including the ones who did this documentary, they're not trying to tell you what to believe, they're giving you information and asking questions that help you um, want to understand for yourself, and use your own discernment and your own research and that in stark contrast to our current mainstream media, which does the opposite. It's like, we said it, you better believe it. And that's it, you know. And more and more times than not, you hear 
quote, reporters telling you something from an anonymous source rather than, you know, telling you where the information came from so that you can choose if you believe it's accurate or not. So um, it out of the fruit that that produced in me after I watched it, which I, I try to pay attention to how something leaves me, my takeaway and how I feel about it and how it hits my spirit. Uh, my takeaway is it felt true. It felt um, like it made me want to... Uh, not judge people for, you know, watching certain things, but it made me feel like conviction, like, wow, I've slowly allowed myself to be kind of impacted by things that I watch because I've gotten desensitized to it. And in order to sometimes try to stay relevant or connected even to my own kids and things that they watch, I just want to see what's out there and you know, just overlook the stuff that's raunchy or not good. I'm not talking about really, really bad stuff, but just, you know, stuff that you look at it after seeing this documentary and you go, wow, there was definitely an agenda in that being in there. And I used to play that off because I, I thought nobody is that much in unity on the evil side. They're just all trying to get popular and make money. They're not making some, you know, unified effort to do something. I just didn't have enough, I I was naive towards how unified and how intentional um, the enemy has been, which is not hard for me to believe, but he's convinced people to become unified in partnering with his evil. That is the surprise to me. So... This documentary helps you begin to notice that, and it's good. And it's something that would be easy if you liked it to refer to the younger generation, um, and they would feel like literally from the first few minutes, you're hearing the story of this guy who's super relatable and very, um, you know, since he's a stunt guy and he's famous, uh, I think young people would want to hear what he has to say and we got good feedback from our own kids who watched it so it's one of those things that is well done and you can refer to other people if you like it that's my take on it anything else mr wonderful no that sounds right and i know uh justice and and chris saw it too and and they thought it was really well done and excellent and um and I just know a lot about it, but have not yet actually. Um, I've seen just a few minutes of it. I haven't yeah, we got to watch scene, it. So I'll probably have another. Uh, more have to another say comment. on it. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Okay, well. Um, Until tomorrow. Yes, let me see if there was anything else on here. Uh, relate out of shadows to God's call in the seven mountains. Well, let's let Johnny watch it, and then um, we are happy to come back and talk about it some more. That's a great idea. Um, so. Well, I can give the briefest without having watched it is any area that we do not show up as light, as salt and light is going to rot, is going to, and the, for the longer that we abandon it, and for the longer we refuse to validate 
equip, train, and release kingdom individuals and assignments into the mountains, such as Hollywood, the longer and deeper the enemy can go with his agenda. Yeah. So that's that's, that's something right. we're going to know. I know about without even seeing what yeah. else, but you know, like, it could be made more true well, after watching it. Yeah. And Robert mentions here, last comment, rise, unity is our strength. That's right. Unity is our strength. And, and there's going to be as as we're able to launch the Rise app and give a place for you guys, for reformers to connect with one another, you're going to find so much unity. Um, and out of that unity will come intentionality of purpose and where you can show up together. Um, I'm so excited. I just, I feel like... Um, I feel like we're about to enter into a climate that is going to be so much more embracing of um, holiness and righteousness and just doing good. And things are going to become, at least for a season, a little more black and white. Um, Right under our noses, we haven't realized it, but they, whoever the they are, have been trying to normalize things that are so pure evil. You know, I, I know that there, there are those who've been feeling this as it relates to two specific areas. I would say the abortion agenda and um, homosexuality. But for me, I, I didn't see it in the context of this much bigger picture both of those issues are, are are standalone issues that deserve, understatement, deserve our attention and our focus. But for me, it felt like, well, you know, we're just, it just makes us sound so like uh, flat when we just only go after those two issues. But now that I see those in the context of the bigger agenda that's been there, and that so much more has been added to it. You know, for those who follow Q, I'm not going to go into the details or anything, but he just posted a few days ago something related to just the normalization, literally, of cannibalism. People that um, are, it's, and it's, not a, it's not like this fringe group. It's, it is like they're trying to make it mainstream and something that evidently many of the elite have participated in for generations, nothing new, but the difference is they're trying to make it very normal. Oh, this is a really honorable way to, you know, leave a legacy, leave literally your body for your family to eat called spirit cooking. There's just so much more bigger picture stuff that I, I wrote off as conspiracy theory for, you know, many years. I just thought it was silly and kooky and hokey and, um, Anyway, I'm on a tangent now. That part, I don't think, if I remember correctly, was in that video. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I'm not sure. But all that to say, um, yes, our strength will be our unity. And we will be able to, like I believe, like never before, be able to um, very publicly, without reservation, say we have an agenda. And that is to help people find 
the better ways of doing things and of treating each other and bringing honor back to society. And we can do that without forcing Christianity on anyone. And we want to protect, we want to, we want to push forward an agenda of um, true freedom and true life and true um, abundant life without giving up the ground that Jesus died for, which is the option for us to choose him or not choose him. And I love that in America we have that and we were close to losing it and we were, we're saying no and, and God is saying no through us. And some that he's saying no through are not Christians, but they still were on the same team. Um, fighting for what is good and what is right and protecting life wherever life is. And um, so rise, the timing of rise is going to be so impeccable like only Holy Spirit can do. And we're just grateful that he's allowing us to be a part of advancing something. I believe something that's going to be on the front lines of what he's doing Um, in our generation as soon as it's time to launch it. And we are on our last leg of getting that finished and testing it. So anyway, amen, amen. Well, we've kept you a little long this time, but um, we'll be talking with you again tomorrow. Do you want to say bye, Mr. Wonderful? Yes. Good day. And have a wonderful day. And let's continue uh, to stay spiritually sharp during these days and continue to be kingdom warriors these days. Amen. And we just agree together very quickly over the storms as they are finishing. I think they're still headed through the Northeast um, that God would protect New York City and... um, the vulnerable areas because of those tents up there. So we just declare the the um, destruction out of that storm in Jesus' name. So love you guys. We See you tomorrow. You.